You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I had this moment last week when there was a lot of conversation going on about the NBA. And they were talking about, oh, you know, the season, like, would the season start on Martin Luther King Day? Would they try to start the season on Christmas? How would they get this to work if they started the season in December? Would LeBron even play? And, and I sat to myself and I was like, man, it has been a minute since we have talked about the Chicago Bulls. It, and it has felt like for the last seven months, it's felt like the Bulls haven't been a part of the NBA. Here's what I mean. Everything stops. Everything stops. We know that March 11th, you know, have the Rudy Gobert thing going on. You have the NBA saying we're going to stop. And then it's a matter of, well, how do we restart this thing? Then the NBA goes through all of the process to figure out how to make their game work. And kudos to them and the NHL. Both of those leagues got it right. For what it is that they needed to do to finish a season, there needed to be a bubble. The players didn't like being in the bubble overall, but it was successful, and I thought that each league did a tremendous job of getting to their championship. That's a much difficult thing to do, much more difficult thing to do when you're trying to figure out in, in 82 or in the case of what's going to happen now, a 72-game season for the NBA you can't I mean you could but it would be really difficult for the NBA to bubble and the NHL to bubble everyone for as much time as you would need because teams aren't leaving the way that it was set up last year is like once you got to the playoffs whatever your number was going to be you could then have players and teams leave the bubble so it was going to there were going to be less people in there for a long amount of time. But at the beginning of a season, that's a really hard thing to do. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the NBA and NHL decide to do. There's some talk of like baseball scheduling, which I think is interesting, although you have to figure out like who gets to have the home games. Baseball scheduling means the Bulls and the and the Bucks, although that's probably a terrible example because they could just, you know, run up and and play each other 90 miles but the Bulls and Cleveland let's do that the Bulls and Cleveland would play a series like the White Sox and and Cleveland would where Cleveland would come to town for three games or the Bulls would go to Cleveland for three games it's it's a difficult logistical thing to figure out well who gets to have the home games and balancing that all out who gets to have the home series but it's something that's on the table right now anyway 
when you think about what happened with the bubble and teams going into the bubble, there was talk that maybe it would extend to teams like the Bulls and they would have an opportunity to fight their way into the Eastern Conference playoffs, but they weren't good enough. And there were other teams that got in and I, I really, truly enjoyed watching Portland fight their way into the playoffs. I'm a huge stand for Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum and seeing them like seeing Dame like will his team into the playoffs. Like that guy is a from a a, a basketball standpoint, that guy is heroic, man. I just I just love watching him play his whole attitude like I'm down with. I feel similarly about Russ but I think Dame at this point is the better player. Anyway, so the Bulls weren't good enough to do that. And we were all just kind of sitting here going, oh, are they going to fire Jim Boylan? When are they going to fire Jim Boylan? Ownership went out and made some aggressive moves. They got Arturis Karnaschovas to, to be in charge of, of basketball operations. They, they move on. Think about that. Think about the, when was the last time you thought about John Paxson? Or Gar Foreman. When was the last time? That's how long it's been since we've had a conversation about what's going on with the Bulls. I hadn't even thought about those guys until this moment. So you bring in Karnaschovas, who has incredible credentials as being the guy that helped to build Denver up to what it is now, which is a championship contender. He hires Mark Eversley. And then... They went out and hired Billy Donovan. Now, I do wonder if they knew, if, if Doc Rivers would have been available, would they have hired Doc Rivers or would they have hired Billy Donovan? I went back this morning and listened to the introductory press conference of Billy Donovan because, again, it's felt like forever since we've had a conversation about the Chicago Bulls. And here I am in this place where the where the middle of the football season and baseball is a long way away. Here I am getting excited again about the Bulls and the opportunity to see the Bulls play because it's the breath of fresh air that all of us have been waiting on. So let me let you hear Billy Donovan. Because you may have completely ignored it because all of us were caught up in other stuff. We're trying to figure out how our families are dealing. We're trying to navigate a pandemic. There was an election that often takes attention away from sports. Your, your favorite football teams, whether pro or college, are coming back and you're not sure how to feel about any of those things. And there's the Bulls who we haven't thought about in forever with their new coach. This is Billy Donovan. I am uh, honored you know, and excited uh, to be part of the Bulls organization. I you know, first want to thank Michael and Jerry Reinsdorf for all their time in the, uh, you know, the, the time that we got a chance really to spend really good quality time together talking. It was very, very informative and have heard nothing but great things about them. Um, I also want to thank Arturs and Mark Eversley for all their time, um, both in person and on the phone. 
Uh, that was very, very extensive, elaborate. Um, I really enjoyed those conversations deeply. Uh, and then the other part is, you know, I also want to thank Oklahoma City. Um, you know, five years ago, they gave me uh, an unbelievable opportunity and want to thank Sam Presti, want to thank Clay Bennett. Um, I really enjoyed my time there. Uh, the coaches I work with, the players I got the opportunity to work with, the uh, community of Oklahoma City. Um, I'm excited about being part of the community in Chicago. Uh, so I'm really, really looking forward to this. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to talk about a little bit was just the process for me. Um, Arturis reached out to me and he and I and Mark Eversley had a chance to sit down and talk. And I was really, really taken back by what Arturis was looking for um, as it relates to trying to continue to build the Bulls. And the thing that stood out to me was just, he wants a partner. He wants somebody to walk hand in hand with to help build things. Uh, that was really, really important to me. You know, I've been in a situation when I, even in college where I took over at Florida and, you know, before I arrived, we had, um, you know, two losing seasons. And my first two years, we had two losing seasons. But the thing that was very, very powerful to me was, you know, walking hand in hand, not only with the administration, but with the players in trying to build something. And I think our tourists and the time that we spent together in terms of his vision and what he was looking for and wanting to do it together really, really was impactful to me. Um, I've had a chance to text a little bit with some of the players, not a lot. Obviously, we're in a difficult time with this pandemic, and I know the team is in the bubble right now. I'll get a chance to kind of communicate with them uh, going forward. Uh, but that, that part's been a little bit difficult for everyone, but I'm looking forward to getting to know those guys. My feeling, you know, going forward is, um, you know, with Arturs, with Mark, with the Reinsdorfs, is to, you know, try to continue to build continue to get better and continue to improve the group. Uh, I'm excited about working with these guys, excited for, you know, what the future is going to hold. And I'm really, really excited to be working hand in hand with our tourists on a, on a daily basis. So again, very blessed to, to be at Oklahoma city with such great people and great staff and great players. And I'm looking forward to the same thing in Chicago. I've heard nothing but great things. It's always been a city I've always enjoyed coming to in the NBA. It's always been a lot of fun to be there. Um, I am really very, very much aware of, of the history of the Bulls organization. And, and I'm honored to be part of that and, and looking forward to getting to work and, and working with everybody inside the organization. Did anyone else notice that in there, Billy Donovan had already reached out to players via text before he sat down for the press conference? That stuck out to me, considering that Tim Anderson a week later hasn't talked to his new manager. Is that weird to anyone else that the basketball coach was like right on top of it? Let me text with a few of these guys right now. Let them know who I am and, and what it is that I'm about. But the baseball manager has had over a week to talk to his guys and, and he hasn't. Strike anyone else is strange. Anyway, the idea about building up the Bulls, we've all been sitting in this for the better part of two decades trying to get the Bulls to a place. And I do think that inside there, I don't want to be completely blind to there were moments inside these two decades where there was legitimate hope. A lot of it traces back to Derrick Rose, but even beyond that, 
there during the the Jimmy Butler tenure, there were there were times when you were like, okay, well, maybe there's something here. Now that there have been changes at the highest levels of the organization, there's going to be a wait and see process. Like I I'm comfortable not thinking that things are going to change overnight for the Bulls. But it's just kind of nice to even be in a place where you're willing to think about things getting better for the Bulls. And it'll be nice to see Zach Levine and Laurie Markkinen play again. And maybe, just maybe, Billy Donovan can figure out a way to make Markkinen the player that he looks like on paper. The big who can shoot threes, that's good in the post, that's a good passer. All of those things that we think Laurie Markkinen is, maybe Billy Donovan can get out of him. And I know that Donovan's overall resume in the pros as a championship coach in college, his overall resume doesn't strike you as, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they were a Billy Donovan away from winning a Larry O'Brien trophy. But at least this guy knows what he's doing. Like that f- breath of fresh air that we're going to get from it not being Jim Boylan is significant and should be celebrated. That guy's out. He was overmatched in a clown show. And now they're going to be run like a professional franchise. There are fresh eyes on the Bulls now. From from Arturis to Mark Eversley to Billy Donovan. I hope that they can make something out of it because it would be fun for the Bulls to be fun. I don't need them to be championship level. I need them to be competitive. That's all I need right now. I, re- I reserve the right to come back to this later on and be like, now I'm ready for them to be championship level. But for now, I just need them to be competitive and not not a joke. Like that's part of the reason that you haven't thought about the Bulls since March is that they were low on your radar to begin with because they were run like a joke. We were all just like, oh, yeah, it's another year of Garpax. Think about the All-Star game. Think about All-Star week. That was less than a year ago. And the Bulls were out here being clowned on national television as they were getting ready to host the All-Star game. It's crazy, right? Super crazy. I'm glad that we're in a place where we can actually think about them in a positive manner. Thanks for listening.